0: Welcome in everyone. Episode two, talking wits. The divisional round weekend of the NFL playoffs. Listen, if you watch, if you listened last week, you know it was rough for me. Went three for six on my picks. Had the Bills, had the Lions, and had the Chiefs last week. Everything else, no good. Uh, we're Looking to get it right this week. We're looking to get back and get back on track with not only my projections, but my playoff pool with my buddies. Uh, hoping to Get a couple extra points this week and get back in the race for first place in that. So as you guys know, the division round of the NFL playoffs this week. You got the Texans traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Today, I'm recording this around 2 o'clock, so in about two, 2, and a half hours, that game's getting underway. You have the night game being Packers, Niners, and San Fran. Packers coming off a insane win last week, going to take on the one seed. Big game there. You also tomorrow have two games. You got the Lions hosting the Bucks in the night game. You have everyone's game of the week: Bills, Chiefs, and and uh, Buffalo. Two two great games today. Two great games tomorrow. I'm gonna get into all of them, what I think is gonna happen, and why. Starting off, Texans, Ravens today. I like the Texans. I know I was a get- I know I was on the wrong side of them last week. Uh, I think if any team is gonna have an an underdog story, you have a Cinderella story, it's going to be this Texans team. I think C.J. Stroud and crew are a great story to follow. I think they're a great team to back in this spot. I think uh, Lamar hasn't played in two weeks. He is historically not good in the playoffs, 1-3 record, and he didn't, again, he didn't play for the past two weeks. He's had no real game activity. So I think you see the Ravens kind of come out slow in the first half. The Texans may jump out to a lead early, And I think the Ravens start playing from behind. And something that the Texans do very well on the defensive side of the ball is defend the run. And that's what the Ravens are best at, in my opinion. So I think you're going to have to trust... If you're the Ravens today, you're going to have to trust Lamar to throw the ball, which he gets a lot of criticism for. Whether you think he's a quarterback, or running back, whatever you think he is, he gets a lot of gripe for the way he plays the quarterback position. And, I mean, you're going to need him to throw the ball today. The Texans' run defense is really, really good. I think that is what it's going to come down to. I think it's going to come down to how well Lamar Jackson can throw the football today against that Texans defense. I think the Texans pull off the upset. The Bucs are giving them 9.5 points. In my playoff pool, that was my double down in the week. So if that hits, I get two two points to my total instead of a one. I like the Texans plus the 9.5. I think they cover. I, I think they may win this game outright. I really, really like them today, and I've liked them all season. These two teams faced off earlier in the season. I believe it was week one or two. The Ravens won. The spread was the same. It's a little strange. I mean, if you're going to tell me this Texans team didn't get better from then, I tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. I really, really like this Texans team. Yeah, I know they take a hit on having guys like Tank Dell out there, but at Network last weekend is one of the top five defenses in the league in Cleveland. I think he can do the same today against Baltimore. Moving to the night game, I, it's tough for me to get a read. Really, really tough for me to get a read in this game. Uh, I, I think a lot of it is because you don't know what you're going to get with the Packers. You don't know what Packers you're going to get uh, today. I, I was against. The, I was on the wrong side of them last week. I thought the Cowboys were going to stomp them out of Dallas. Obviously, the opposite happened. But I don't know how to feel about this Packers team, and I don't know if the Niners do either. Yeah, they're coming off uh, a, a week where they didn't play yeah, either, but I think this Niners team is a much more well oiled machine than uh the Ravens, the other one seed in the AFC. I think the Niners win, but I do think the Packers find a way to keep it close. Uh the line opened up at nine and a half, moved to ten. Or probably ten, ten, ten and a half, uh the closing line before kickoff. I think the Packers do cover that. I think they lose by like six or seven. I don't think they lose by double digits. I think it's going to come down to the last possession. That's what I think. I think Jordan Lowe's going to have a chance to win this game late. And I think the Niners defense is going to have a good stand. I don't think it's that high scoring either. I think, you know, probably probably like 28-20 final or 27-20, something along those lines, 27-21, something like that. You know, that's what I think you're going to get in that game. Jordan Love, great story. Packers, great story. Mike uh, Michael Thor, fantastic head coach. I mean, under uh, sleeper coach of the year uh, candidate. He's got my vote. I mean, he took this Packers team no one thought would win more than three, four games, and he took them to the division round, and maybe even more, depending on how the game goes tonight. I really like what he's done there. I really like Jordan Love, and I think he's the quarterback of the future. I don't know if they can find a way to pull off the upset win today, but I think they keep it closer than most people think. Moving into tomorrow. Bucks Lions in Detroit. Now a lot of people are really high on the Bucks after their shellacking of the Eagles last week. Listen, I love Baker Mayfield. I love the Bucks. I think they played phenomenal last week, but I think everyone's a little too high on them. That was a defeated Eagles team. The defense hasn't been that great. I mean they were one and five to close out the year. I think they were kinda of just defeated on that side of the ball. And the Lions, I mean, I think they kinda of got the monkey off their back when in their first home playoff for the first playoff game in, I don't know the number, but in X amount of years, and especially a home playoff game, they're home. And I think the monkeys off the back you now, they can kind of just play, play with house money. They can play loose, play free, and I think that's when a team is most dangerous, especially in the playoffs. Jared Goff is a seasoned vet. He has done this before. He's been to the Super Bowl, and I think he can get them back to it. I think the Lions win. They're six-point favorites. I think they cover that. I really, really like the Lions. I've liked them all year. I really like them this week as well, in the, the divisional round. Baker Mayfield, listen, you've played great all year. You deserve mm-hmm. Uh, all the money you're going to get in free agency. I think the Buccaneers would be stupid to not bring you back. I've always been a big Maker Mayfield guy. I wanted the Jets to draft him when he was coming to the league. I'm really, really happy for him, but I don't think his season continues past tomorrow. Nightcap tomorrow night. Everyone's game of the week. Chiefs Bills, Highmark Stadium, Buffalo, New York. I mean, does it get it any better than that? You can finally get Mahomes on the road in a playoff game. He's an underdog in this game. That's absurd. Like you don't, you don't see that very often. I like the Bills, and that really hurts me to say. I absolutely think that is disgusting. I hate the Bills so much, being a, especially being a Jets fan. But I don't like the Chiefs either. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs' offense is that great. I said it last week, and I mean, yeah, they beat the Dolphins, but they struggled in that game. I don't think they looked that great. I think it was more the Dolphins shooting themselves in the foot and not being able to push the ball down, feel like they normally do because one, it was in the snow, and two, it was in the freezing cold but I don't think the Chiefs' offense is all that great. Kelsey hasn't looked like Kelsey all year. Uh, Rashi Rice is the best receiver, but besides Rice, Holmes doesn't really have anything else to use. I think you're going to need a lot of Pacheco tomorrow, and you're going to need somehow, some way to unlock the Chiefs' offense, which we haven't really seen all season. The Bills, they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. They are playing loose. They're playing hard. Josh Allen is playing like an MVP. That makes me want to throw up saying that because, again, I hate the Bills, but they look, phenomenal right now they're playing like one of the best if not the best team in the league and they can give all the credit to New York Jets <laughs> I believe it was week 11 the Jets went to uh, Buffalo to play the Bills and the Jets got shellacked they got completely trounced out of Buffalo um, sad to say I was at that game but I think that game completely turned around the Bills season and we saw these two teams face off in Arrowhead a few weeks ago the Bills took that one on the road I think playoff game in Buffalo Allen isn't going to let Mahomes walk into his home territory, and this is the game Josh Allen needs to assert himself as a winner. We've seen it all throughout his career. He ma- makes it past the wildcard round. He gets into the division round and can't beat guys like Mahomes, can't be- beat guys like Burrow. I think Josh Allen needs this game, not only to move on to the AFC Championship, but for his own career resume. He needs to finally find a way to become labeled as a winner, and I think if he does, if he finds a way to beat the Chiefs, he's a winner. That spread is uh, two and a half, Maybe move down to three. Listen, I like the Bills. And again, it pains me to say it. I think that is so gross. But I think the Bills win, knocking the Chiefs out. It's the Chiefs team who, again, hasn't looked like the Chiefs all season long. Definitely not the Chiefs we've been accustomed to seeing the past, you know, three, four, five years. And I think the Bills finally get past them. So let's do this again. Predictions. Now we're in the, uh, the AFC and NFC championships. So I think on the AFC side, you're going to get Texans-Bills against Shroud and the Texans, D'Amico Ryan's Ryan's great story. But I think the Bills can find a way to get back. I think they do. I think the Bills finally find a way back into the Super Bowl. I think if they can knock up the Chiefs, that is their Super Bowl. And they can kind of find a way to just, just try and see what comes in their way. So I'd like the Bills to go to the Super Bowl there. NFC Championship, Lions, Niners. I love the Lions. I have all year. Shout out Jake Weinstein. I know I shouted him out last week. we can going to do it again this week. Uh, I I think the Lions pull off the upset. I think, again, Dan Campbell and Jared Goff playing with house money. The Monkeys are off their back, winning that wild card round against the, uh, the Rams. I think they find a way to get it done, and I have a Bills-Lions Super Bowl. Two teams I don't think anyone would have thought have been there uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, the Lions, yeah, won the NFC North. I think they deserve it. I think they deserve a shot, and they're going to show that to everybody. When they... Beat the Buccaneers this week and beat the Niners next week. So you have a Bills-Lions Super Bowl. That is gross They're on the AFC side. I'm taking the Lions. Just, not just because, but mainly because I don't want to see the Bills hoist the Lombardi trophy. I think the Lions really have a shot. I think they have come along uh, very well this year. I think they've surprised a lot of people on both sides of the ball. And listen... Jared Goff, like I said before, he's a season vet. He knows how to he knows how to win. He's been to the Super Bowl before, and I think he finds a way to win his ring this year. I think that's what happens. I completely changed my picks from last week, but I think uh Goff finds a way to get down in the Super Bowl. That's what I like. So this week we're taking the Texans, we're taking the Lions, we're taking the Niners, and we're taking the Bills. To cover Texans, nine and a half, Packers, nine and a half or ten, Bills. Two and a half, three, and, excuse me, the uh, Lions, six. That's what I like this week in the NFL division round. We'll see how I do. Hopefully it's a little better than last week. Not much to uh, report on the baseball front. Really nothing new there. Getting into a little bit of hockey, however. The New York Rangers struggling a little bit. Igor not looking like the Igor we've all grown to love and gotten used to seeing. He has not looked like himself. Not really sure what's going on there. Ah, uh, the Rangers. You know, they also I mean they got a, such a hot start. They're bound to regress a little bit, but it's scary. Like guys like Adam Fox hasn't looked, Fox hasn't looked like himself this year. Andrew Miller hasn't looked like himself this year. Igor hasn't looked like himself this year. It's scary, and it's not really something you want to see. I mean, if you're gonna get cold, you want to get cold now and heat up towards the end of the year, which again, I can totally see happening. I have no doubt in this Ranger team. I have full confidence in them. I think that it's a great group of guys. I think they just need another. I think they need another third-line guy. I think they also need Philip Hito to come back. I heard he was skating in a non-contact jersey. He's definitely hes on the ice. He's back on the ice, but they need Hito to come back and make an impact on this team. Oh, he's not a top player, top goal scorer in the league, but he kind of helps round out the roster. We saw it last year. He went on an insane uh, point-scoring streak, and, listen, he, he helps the team out. He finds ways to put the puck in the back of the net, and that's what we need. We need guys who can score goals that aren't named Panarin, Chocek, of Zabanejad. We need more goal scorers. So I think we got to get Hedl back. they got to find a way to get him healthy and hope to clear him to play hockey again because who knows if that will happen. Uh, again, I heard he was skating on the ice in a non-contact jersey, which is big. That's big news coming out of the Ranger camp. But they need him back. They need him back healthy. They need him back fast. They need also another another third-line guy. I think Vladimir Tarasenko, you could possibly see a reunion with him. I've heard Patrick Kane. I don't really think I want that. He saw how it went last year. Granted, he was hurt, but I don't think Kane really fits the team. I don't think he really fits what the Rangers need. And as you want to get younger, you don't want to get older. There's plenty of guys out there you can trade for. I I could totally see Tarasenko coming back. I think he was a great fit last year, and I think he help his team get over the hump of where they, they are now. They're struggling. They play the Kings tonight. Bad loss against Vegas last time out. Got to find ways to score goals. Got to find ways to not give goals up. The defense hasn't been that great, especially as of late. Igor, again, has not been himself. Jonathan the quick starting tonight in L.A. So that hopefully will get us back on track. Hopefully, Quickie can get us energized and ready to go. Need a big win. Got to find a way to put pucks in the net. That's what they need. They need goal scorers. I mean, that's been of a problem with them for years. They need goal scorers. And hopefully they can get one at the deadline. And hopefully Hito can come back healthy and make a big impact on the team. The New York Knicks also play tonight. I mean, I I love the Knicks. Can't say enough about them. Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, two of my favorite players in the NBA. Uh, I love that duo. And I think you have OG Ananobi as a three. I think it's great. Uh, Do I think it's, you know, the best big three in the league? No, not at all. But I think they can go farther and they can do more than a lot of people think, especially with Hartenstein at the five, even Chenzo at the two, and I like their bench a lot. I really do. I like McBride and Grimes off the bench. Uh, I mean, they traded for Precious Chiwa. I don't think he plays very much. Uh, losing Mitch to an injury again hurts, but Hartenstein and he's been a workhorse all year. I'm just worried about them tiring out as the season progresses, because I mean, if you're running guys into the ground and you know, January, February, then come playoff time, which I'm assuming the Knicks are going to be a five-seater better in the uh, Eastern Conference. You're going to need healthy legs. You're going to need fresh legs. And since playing Brunson and Anobi and Randall, 38-plus minutes a night, I mean, it takes a toll on their bodies. It takes a toll on their minds. And you want them as fresh and healthy as possible come playoff time. So I think that's what you're going to have to see. That's, you know, you got to keep an eye out for that. But this Knicks team's good. They can shoot. They can defend. And they know how to close out games. I know that, uh last uh, game they had against the Wizards, it was an ugly win, but listen, they don't ask how, they ask how many. And all that matters is the number in that W column. The Knicks keep racking them up. They look great right now. And listen, it's a really fun time to be a Knicks fan. Uh, hopefully they can make a run. I really, I really think they can. I think the roster's deep enough. I think Dante DiVincenzo is very slapped on in the NBA. I think he's a really good shooter. He spot up from about anywhere on the court. Knock it down. I really like him. Can't say enough about a guy like Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is, in my opinion, the second best point guard in Knicks history already uh, behind Walclad Frazier. I think Brunson is a stud. I mean, night in, night out, he's going to score. Julius Randle is a phenomenal too. He's a phenomenal guy to compliment Brunson, and he's fitting to that role perfectly. I mean, Brunson and Randle, they find ways to win games, and that's what the Knicks need have guys who compliment them, like Ananobi, as a third option. R.J. Barrett wasn't that guy. He couldn't be a third option. He needs the ball in his hands, and he wasn't going to get that here. It wasn't going to be a guy with the ball in his hands as much or close to Randall and Brunson. I mean, when Brunson's off the court, Randall's on. Randall's on. And when Randall's on, Randall's on the bench, Brunson's on the court. Like, you need one of those guys out there all the time. Most of the time, you have both of them out there playing because towards the end of the year, you need to... Just, Scrap out wins, you need, to, you need to scrap out games. And listen, if my dad keeps telling me that they're trying to move on from Randall, I think if they move on from Julius Randall, that is one of the dumbest moves they can make. Randall, I think he's the glue that holds his team together. You could say whatever you want about his off-court I think about how he sits on the end of the bench, how he does what he wants. Listen, I think Randall behind the scenes is a great teammate. I don't really, I obviously don't know, I'm not there, but listen, he heard his press conference the other night when uh, they dropped a the game and Bronson wasn't in the lineup. He said, We need Jalen, we need Jalen back in the lineup. And then they come back and they beat. Uh, Washington, yeah, they won by four points, but you heard what he said after the game. Yeah, we needed J.B. back. We needed Brunson, and that's that's what I think is a leader. That's a teammate. That's a guy who can propel this roster deep into a playoff run. The Knicks are here, and they're here to stay. This team's going to be good, and they're going to be good for a while. Really excited to what uh, they'll do the rest of the NBA season, and hopefully they'll make a deep playoff run. We'll get into more of them as the season progresses. But, yeah, NFL playoffs this week. Looking for the Texans to upset the Ravens. CJ Stroud, that's my guy. My, my fantasy stud had him against him through two out of three of my leagues. I think Stroud's a stud. Love him. You can argue, you know, he's a top-ten quarterback in the league already. He is the greatest thing to come into the league since Joe Burrow. So uh, I like the, the Texans to upset the Ravens today. I like the Niners to win today in a low-scoring game. Tomorrow, Lions to beat the Bucs by a couple scores. And then the Bills to knock up the Chiefs in overtime. I think that's exactly what the NFL wants. They want to see Allen knock off Mahomes in the new uh, NFL overtime. Um, What's the word? In the the, uh, new NFL overtime setup with the new rules. I think that's exactly what the NFL wants. I think that's kind of exactly what the NFL and the viewers are going to get. Very excited to watch playoff football. It's nice when I don't have to worry about the Jets. Hopefully next year the Jets will be here. Uh, We'll see what happens, though. So Thank you very much for listening. It's Talking Wits, Jeremy Horowitz. Signing out. Talk to you guys soon.